This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Parental discretion is advised. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it is the Wrestling Mayhem Show, episode 665 Tuesdays, no, four Tuesdays, I can't count, 664 Tuesdays that we've been talking about professionalized wrestling. I'm Mike Sorgat Sorgatron here on the Twitter, uh, ready to roll with you guys tonight. First of all, we have with us on the line from... No, you're not there anymore. Beacon, New York, he is the only man ever with a future endeavored letter from the WWE. He is Mad Mike. Sorg, you can't math, you can't geography. What is going on my, tonight? My my producer left, and I'm falling apart over here. I'll be your producer. Oh, geez. Toddy, Toddy's with us. I produce my own show. I could produce this there one. There you go. Throw those W's up. Welcome, That's everybody, right. for the Mayhem Maniacs out there. I'm Toddy from Thrifty Podcast. Thank you for coming out to watch this. Throw those W's up at home. If you feel welcome watching this stream. W, baby. Absolutely. Toddy of the Thrifty Podcast with us here. Got a lot of stuff going on. And I think you brought some brought some interesting stuff with you as well. We'll talk about later in the show. Yep. So, and of course, uh, we'll talk about your WrestleMania experience too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, also on the line from the other side of Pittsburgh. Uh, it sounds less yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's We need not to do something as, about that. Like, I could oh, go ahead, Sorg. I'm, I'm stepping over from from just miles from the site of the original Dawn of the Dead filming in Monroeville, PA. It is the Riz. How have I never connected that for you? Yeah, you never did that. Welcome to you, Zombie done, Town, USA. Done, the Riz. You've done that before, though. Uh, you, I, you've done that before on, on when I'm on the show. Sometimes, maybe, maybe like, was, you've 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 called it Zombieville, USA. Probably, probably uh, closer to Zach and Mary uh, make a porno when it came out. That's true. That's that probably because it was like just on my mind. So yeah, uh, uh, but hi, sword. Hi. So hi. this is the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We're going to about, talk about professional wrestling in maybe Avengers Endgame if Mike has Definitely Avengers Endgame. We'll get into it. Missy is missing. No, This is your own fault. I watched her drive away. Listen, I looked out that window and watched my my producer drive away from this show. We have literally, we have driven the producer away from the show, or more accurately, she drove herself away from the show. She couldn't bear to watch or listen to this. No, no. To be fair, I think you've driven her away. We just got here. (laughs) <laughs> she true. seemed she seemed always very kind and nice to me so it wasn't me it wasn't me it wasn't Toddy. Yeah. all it we was, know is me. Not me. now out of i'm not there now out of you three i don't know i don't know who knows what <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not there so it's not my fault true true, true. uh <laughs> we will spoil alert the hell out of this if you have not oh, seen uh, all right. Endgame yet seen Endgame. <sighs> if it, we'll do that late show wait, don't worry wait, about wait, it wait what wait what Hold on, yeah. When 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 I say mm-hmm. I didn't see it, mm-hmm. it's my own damn fault. Yes, yeah, it is. No, Tina has children. Mm-hmm. 
I she has children. I'm she training whenever the damn hell she gets do, a chance do, to. Do you not realize I'm training for something? Yes. Riz. Do you I've, not I've realize you can train in a movie theater? I've been in place, motherfucker. No. Anyways, this three. is the wow. Wrestling Run Mayhem Show. For three hours. That is marathon training. You can take. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you have to train to watch Endgame. Uh, <laughs> check out everything at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, where you can find links and subscribe to us in podcast and video form and look us up on your favorite platform. You can also ask your Google Home to play the show uh, on uh, uh, Google Play Podcasts or ask your Amazon Echo to play the Wrestling Mayhem Show on TuneIn. Uh, your mileage may vary depending on the skill sets on your device, from what I understand, as we were discussing on AwesomeCast this week. But you can listen to the shows in some fashion across Metro, the Sogertron Media uh, Podcast Network, uh, through many of those formats. Uh, also, you can drop us an email at that email address. Good times at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Although... End game at WrestlingMayhemShow.com will also reach you. I'm just going to start saying random words every time now. That is. That is. They all, they all go the same. You know, we all, oh, Sorg, you know what our email should be every week? Whatever the secret word is on, uh, on um, Firefly. So socio, sociopath at WrestlingMayhemShow.com will also get you, no matter how you spell sociopath. Um, also, you can drop us a line at 412-206-WMAD0. Tweet us at Mayhem Show, well, Wrestling Mayhem Show Facebook page and group. And, of course, we are here live every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're doing streams. We're talking about whatever uh, as we we're preparing and getting people to log into their Google Hangouts to search the show. Um, also, uh, reach out to uh, Producer Missy at that email address if you're interested in any uh, advertising uh, to reach out to this audience. No, 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 no. We're not doing that part. Or want to be part okay. of our in-studio audience. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show, including our friends at the fan of the show, $1 level, Bo Diggity! Woo! Ed Burke, Bobby F. J. Town, Tina Keys, and the Matthew and Jennifer Carlin's Foundation for Podcast Betterment. And brand new to the Patreon is our friend, is our, our, is, is our, uh, our friends uh, at uh, Team Hammer Fist, I believe, representing Florida, if I'm not mistaken, Mike, right? Uh, yes, it, it's a hot set of bullshit titties. They what? would want me to say uh, that. Oh, what? Wow. They, they oh, would wow. want me to say that. Trust oh, me. Oh, they would have? Should I put a note here? Yeah. What is no? What? I, I don't think I don't think you have to say it every week. Okay, okay, we'll see. Holy we'll cow! See. I mean, holy cow! I, I, I guess that's how they roll in Florida. <laughs> I, I, I'm not Florida man. The the views made by Man Mike are not in association with the or, wrestling or our Patreon supporters <laughs> or uh, or me whatsoever yes. <laughs> or me whatsoever. I, I, I know them. Team him. Team This is a nice place. All right, has nice, has very nice, nice people. Okay, and our friends at the Pocket Club. Yeah, friends at the Pocky Club, $5 level, Bradley Ruthers, uh, Doc Remedy, Dave Potter, Kyle Turner, and Daniel Towery. And our managers, at least for the rest of the week, at the $20 level, Mad Mike and Occupy Pro Wrestling. Thank you so much, guys, for supporting the show. And also, I just want to note here, uh, you, you may have noticed some differences on the Patreon, especially on the Pocky Club and up levels. We fixed the content on Patreon. I didn't realize that we had a, a dearth of content since uh, the end of January. Fixed it. You got stuff. And we did a lot of extra content the last couple of weeks, especially uh, doing some new stuff here, including some exclusive discussions with our interviewees uh, last week, uh, the Hollywood Couture, uh, Katie Arquette uh, and company there, uh, Calvin Couture, uh, uh, Elijah Dean, uh, and uh, doing some post interviews with people there on this show as well. Uh, had a long discussion about the Firefly 
house, uh, Firefly Funhouse last week after the show, uh, getting a deep dive into it with our guests. So go check those out. A lot of, a lot of content. And, and my, my extra podcast with uh, cameraman Robert, RWA. Uh, go check all that at patreon.com slash wrestling mayhem show. Thank you so much, guys, for supporting it. Speaking of the Firefly Funhouse. Yes. This yeah. is week two of the what the hell is happening on my TV experiment that has got me very interested in professional wrestling so, tonight. So the first topic is Bray Wyatt Firefly. Yes. Okay. Well, first and Bray foremost, pretty. Um, I I'll I'll go for it. I'll do it. I'm in. Um, with Bray Wyatt here and him doing sort of a, a Mister Rogers type character. Mm. Um, he has been hinting um, very slightly in his promos, if you, if uh, those aware, that um, he could be brainwashed. So they could easily make one step into this and two steps back to return him to his original character because he says, like, uh, you know, I'm not like that anymore. And I've seen, uh, you know, right. I've seen the light or whatever. So he it could just be like a ruse and a complete brainwash so they could get themselves out of that. A nice back door written in there, right? Yeah. So, so in case it flops, they'll just say, oops, brainwashed. You know how it goes. Uh, just just so you know, as we were talking about this, on SmackDown, it's the rerun of last night's episode. Oh, no. You're watching SmackDown and recording? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Multitasking. <laughs> okay. I'm, it's multitasking, sir. I'm already triple tasking, so I can't watch SmackDown. I am amazing at this sometimes, never. <laughs> that's how he gives. That's why. That's why. That's why Rez gives the best uh, uh, discussion points in the first uh, half an hour of this show. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then it just it just nosedives. Mm-hmm. Nosedives. Okay, so you got 20 more minutes in. 20 more minutes, and then the contact's more? done from the 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 Riz. Uh, uh, maybe. Three, okay three uh, so so interesting well, there's a story i, I read uh, the uh local davidson school uh south of pittsburgh here apparently that is where they filmed these segments with bray wyatt and, and the funhouse and and made the puppets and everything this is um a, a part of that is tom savini's school for effects yeah it's, who, who has worked with wwe in the past yeah this is douglas education center douglas i'm sorry yeah, it was douglas education center and they do uh, graphic design, makeup design, stuff like everything. that. Yeah, yeah. They, um, I, back when I represented in art school, they were like our main competitor and kicked <laughs> our ass every day. Yeah, cool school, but yeah, that's Tom Savini's school up there, Douglas. It, so they did that. It, even uh, our friend Dutters like was just doing mock interviews there, like like yesterday. Mm-hmm. So uh, a cool local connection there. I don't know if they'll make an appearance at Scarehouse Tina uh either but um um but uh, it'll be interesting it, it's interesting it's cool it's a cool local uh uh connection justin labar on his uh wrestling Re- reality podcast actually interviewed uh the guy that i think helped direct the segments as well mm-hmm. and he had some kind of things to say about bray and said he's, he was a really interesting person to work with and and you know kind of uh had, had some really good acting chops uh for the spots that they were filming for that and these were i mean this is you know not much wrestling promo kind of thing like this is this was a production this is a you know, edited, uh, maybe no, probably not multicam uh, production that they put together for these segments so far. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, most of the Bray Wyatt stuff has really good production value to it mm-hmm. because you can tell he doesn't let much of WWE creative have anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah, he kind of have his hands-on approach to it. So that'd be interesting um, uh, to see where this goes with it. And who knows what happens when they get in the ring? 
you know? I'm very scared. About I, know, that. I know most people are not very confident in that. But in the meantime, we have some good content here from week to week uh, with this. Um, also, uh, connected to that, we, he's been making fun of the, the merch department, apparently. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, the T-shirts. I think are, it's intentional. The, it's t-shirt, intentional? the T-shirts are like poop butt, for sure. <laughs> like straight up I'm poop butt. To think, I'm starting to think it's intentional. So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm that's what I'm starting to think too. So the shirts, the shirts are coming out, and and it's like, hey, it's the logo on a red T-shirt, and he's like, what? There's like, a, and this week there's a second one, and it's red, and he's like, ooh, red, no yellow, <laughs> yellow. yellow. I'm sorry, yellow. Uh, I, if the, if next if they have a shirt come out that says next week is green, then we have a traffic light situation happening. That's mm. No. Mm. And maybe that's incorporated in the show. Traffic light shirts, Mad Mike. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And you could cue you those John Cena those. colors. Yes. Oh, well, man. you can also get the shirts in different colors. But Can yeah. I get a sweater? Can I get a Firefly Funhouse sweater? At some that point? actually would might. probably be a might. good... Like, or can I... like? Can, or maybe we'll get a point where you know, people already cosplay as Bray Wyatt. Uh, maybe they'll just cosplay, you know... Uh, get 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 a Fred Rogers cosplay. Uh, mix it up a little bit in your Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. You just need a sweet. I I want, and I don't. I don't think this is gonna happen. I want when he comes to the ring to have to change his shoes. Mm. Oh wow, that'd be a nice nod. Well, I think they're like uh, the thing with that is I think they got to be careful because if it's a straight up copy of it like it's too in your face yes like sort of like what they're doing with the quote-unquote viking raiders it's like you didn't have to put viking in their name for us to realize they're vikings Mm -hmm. like we got it like they got the horns they're yelling they got shields they're furry you know they got cool names so like you don't have to throw it in our face for us to understand it so I hope they don't do that with Bray because it's just like, okay, yeah, we get it. It's like this this type of character. So you have to like, you know, don't shove it in people's faces because if somebody's too stupid to figure it out, they're never going to get it anyway. I'm always worried about that because there's a, a, uh, somebody I listened to that used to work in television. And they said, they said about how they're... <clears throat> How they were playing a certain like a certain demographic, and when they talked to like the channel owners and 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 what they wanted from advertisers, they said we don't want smart people to be watching you. Yeah, as far as the advertisers go, think I about f- the advertisers of Monday Night Raw, right? It's like beer, pizza, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. and chicken. I mean, it's not. This is not in wrestling. Sorry, but wrestling generally does not skew to a very intellectual audience. You don't say. <laughs> you don't, I don't say. <laughs> I mean, not to put what? anybody down out there, for the present company or the people. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, really, really. I, all right, all right. Some real thumbheads. Some real thumbheads <laughs> in the mix. Real thumbheads watching wrestling. But I, what I'm trying to say. No, I got you. What are you trying to, to say, Sorg? I don't know if we'll get what you're trying to say. Yes, we're stupid to get it. Only, only the smart ones uh, listen to this podcast. I'm pissing myself on the couch. I don't know where to. <laughs> I'm too stupid. Ah, uh, I'm pooping uh, myself. Sork, who is this hitting me in the face? <laughs> Who's doing it, Sork? This is a great gag for audio people. <laughs> I'm hitting myself in the face. I'm, I'm like, wait, what? 
I was hitting myself in the face. Wrestling um, fans won't know what you're doing. You, know, you have I, to like say it. The point is, the point I'm is, I'm trying to get color seeks. hard way. The All feeling, right. All right. the feeling Sorry, is, what is your point? In some respects, when they're looking at the show and somebody's saying, "I don't know what a war raider is," you know, they're saying, "I don't want." Like the excuse is going to be, I, "The audience doesn't know what a war raider is," right? We, yep, you guys they don't are know what a Viking Raider is either, because Wait. that's not the same thing. No, no, it's not. Mm-mm. Also, <laughs> also, did we talk about on the show the explanation that ra- the Vikings are actually like a, a, a translated a word verb. is Raiders? Yeah. So they are the Raider Raiders? Yeah. yeah the Raiding Raiders? More Raider, they're more Raiders than the Oakland Raiders. Somebody in some country is laughing at this. For I'm laughing reasons. at well, this. I mean, we I are too. But... The, yeah. We're laughing in America. Yeah. <laughs> Quote from the Riz. We're laughing in <laughs> yeah. America. I mean, <laughs> if you also, you really if you also want to know something, uh, Vikings versus Raiders happens on September 22nd. Yep. Ah, week three. What team do uh, What team do Eric and Ivar pick? Who knows? Actually, actually, uh, Eric probably is going to be. I'm pretty sure Eric is supporting the Cleveland Browns. Uh, so. If you know the history there, but anyways, uh... no Ray Rowe supports the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, it's Eric. Oh, we know. Oh. We, don't know, we don't know who Eric is. Oh. Eric is from Eric is a Viking. Eric is a Viking from the Raider Nuremberg. Thank you, thank you for explaining the Viking Raiders to me, guys. Um, jeez, I mean, we're smart. So that's because we're, we're the smart. smart. We need to explain. <laughs> jeez. Um, you brought this on yourself. You just took this off the rails. <laughs> yeah. You brought this upon yourself. And it's only the first segment. All right. Mm-hmm. I need to collect myself here. So that means I'm going to read something that's in front of my face. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> we got a lot of great content, including a guy that named Ray Rowe over at IndieWrestling.us and IndieWrestling.network. Some new. We brought back some old shows. And I don't know why I'm talking like this. Uh, but... Uh, it's like, like I'm rolling into a Paul Heyman. Like, you should really check this out, guys. So maybe a little Jay Leno. Um, but anyways, we got a lot going on over at wrestling, uh, uh, IndieWrestling.us, IndieWrestling.network. Of course, there's the uh, VODs over at IndieWrestling.us over on our uh, on our sorry, multitasking. I don't have a producer. Uh, <laughs> uh we, we we posted a lot of old school uh footage uh, uh in the last few weeks of course there's some larry sweeney stuff going on but we also have been posting uh some old iw's classic iwc shows if you want to see the the uh first match of one Britt baker that's uh, uh signed with a aew and should be making an appearance coming up at double or nothing if you want to see a little bit of uh shane in your face now known as the savage gentleman that's making a lot of uh uh, waves out there as well uh if you want to see uh dalton castle versus luke gallows or or here's one i found from uh uh, at the penn state katanning when uh marshall gambino took on a young elias in a tlc match that went all over Mm -hmm. the building also apparently um um uh, uh, Marshall Gambino supporting some sweet Kevin Nash gear as Jimmy DeMarco lets us know. So a lot of uh, samples we put out there over on the IndieWrestling.us uh, Facebook and YouTube page. And those are, of course, available over on our uh, VOD Vimeo page. And you can see those on any device, too. 
uh, when you purchase with us. Just download the Vimeo app on your Roku or whatever TV device you may have. Log in. All those videos you purchased or rented are there available on your television, not just on your computer, on your phone. Works on all those devices wherever you want to check out some pro wrestling from our friends at the IWC, RWA, Fight Society, and so many other places across Pittsburgh Erie, Cleveland, and West Virginia. Go check out IndieWrestling.us and subscribe for even more for one low price of $5.99 at IndieWrestling.network. Go check all that stuff out. And thank you, everybody, for supporting the wrestling. Toddy! Hey! When you come... You know, I love when you come Hi. on the show. Yeah. Well, just generally. I, I just like hanging out with I you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that, Sork. I appreciate I know. I know you appreciate but it. But I love that when you come on this show, it's like a mashup. Because uh-huh. you bring Thrifty with you. The spirit of Thrifty is with you. Yeah, and, every day. And also a basket of Thrifty. A basket of Thrifty, Ooh. yeah. Um, for those folks, uh, first-time listeners to the show, or if you're watching the live stream, haven't seen me before, I'm Toddy Tondera, and I'm the host of Thrifty Podcast, uh, second-hand shopping for worm people. And uh, with Thrifty, I take a guest... Uh, thrifting every week and we record an episode about our findings so you could find me on apple uh what's that itunes podomatic stitcher where all fine podcasts are distributed yeah so subscribe download do that fun stuff um we also got a youtube page where i i post thrift hauls uh we're on instagram so all social media at thrifty podcast you'll find me and my friends and my brand so um, today, uh, as I usually do um, for the Wrestling Mayhem show, is I brought a, uh, a wrestling thrift haul. Now, um, a couple weeks ago, just like uh, Mad Mike, but I understand Mad Mike lives a little bit closer to um, where WrestleMania was held, but I went on my first WrestleMania adventure. Um, Ooh, yeah, it was uh, pretty cool. I uh, cried a couple of times before the show even started. I was crying on the train on the New way Jersey over. New I, Jersey will do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the. I was. I was crying on the way over because it's been a dream of mine to be at WrestleMania since I've been a little kid, and I was almost there because I'm like an anxious person, right? So like, I'm not like super excited until like I know it, it's going to officially happen. So when I got on the last train, I was almost there. A little cry, a little cry there, a little cry here and there. But once I was at the show, um, I had my first Wawa sub. Ooh, um, my uh, that was a terrible decision. Um, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but I just thought it was kind of a cool. Like my first Wawa was at my first WrestleMania, so all these WrestleManias that I'm going to go to now, and both W's, which I think is rather appropriate. Yeah, uh, both W's because we're all welcome here, mm-hmm. you Mayhem maniacs. Um. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I got to WrestleMania, and I, I have a quick short story, and that's, that's how part of this thrift haul um, will kick off. So I went and met my friend Pete. Um, Pete is from New Hampshire. He had a spare ticket. And so Pete and his friends uh, all took one car to MetLife Stadium for WrestleMania. I uh, took the uh, train over because I was hanging out uh, in New York with my friends, uh, prior, prior to this whole thing. Uh, you know, everything happened at WrestleMania, you know, it was great. You know, we laughed, we cried, yada, yada, yada. When WrestleMania was over, 
I had noticed, um, and this was like reported everywhere too, but like being in it was crazy. Uh, so the trains were like three hours behind. Um, the problem was there were so many cars exiting at the same time that even if you drove there, there's no point in getting in the car. So there was, there was buses that couldn't move. There was trains that couldn't move because it was the time of the night where the train flow was like a little less, like a little less heavy. Not a lot of Sunday night activity out of that that area. So we were all stuck there and I didn't want to uh, ask Pete like, hey, could I ride with you? Because, you know, he was nice enough to do all that. And plus, like, he would have to drive me back to Queens, like where I was staying. So I was like, yeah, I'm not going to ask him. You know, it's not my place to ask him. But then right before we left, um, he's like, hey, I got a hatchback. Um, do you want to pop in the back of the hatchback? And I was like, yeah. He's like, it probably won't be safe because the hatchback, hatchback is very, like, little. But I was like, let's squeeze me back there. So um, I squeeze back in the hatchback, and he's going to drop me off at Queens. And, um, you know, that door that you, like, throw down, I had to make sure that I wouldn't get hit with it. So we did, like, a test drive. I didn't get hit with it, so it's all good. Now, back when I was in that hatchback, almost puking my guts out, um, I there was a box in the hatchback with me. And in the box of that very... Oh, I brought a nerd rope. I brought a nerd rope, everybody. <laughs> a little... In case I get... In ta- case I get hungry, a nerd rope. You know how, how long this podcast runs, so... A nerd rope. Yeah, it runs pretty long. <laughs> um, so in the... Good thing we don't have mayhem many of this time. Yes. Yeah, so be in trouble. In the hatchback, there was a cardboard box that was in front of me, and I was sitting crisscross applesauce, kind of all wound up. But there was vintage wrestling magazines in that Ooh. hatchback. And I said, hey, Pete, there's magazines back here. He said, take, take as many as you want. And I was like, oh, that's wow. awesome. But I couldn't take too many because I, was back, I, I had a backpack from oh. Pittsburgh. So I was I had to travel. So I didn't take very many, but um what I have for you for the first part of the thrift haul was um vintage WWF magazines. Uh I talked about some magazines on Thrifty, my my podcast, but these are totally different. But these are WrestleMania editions. This is uh Jose Lothario and Shawn Michaels. If you're listening on the audio portion, I have two magazines, one in each hand. Um, in my left hand is Shawn Michaels' WrestleMania moment. Wow. And in my right hand was WrestleMania 13. And uh, that featured Undertaker, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, and Psycho Sid. So these are the two that I'm showing off here. I, for love, every- I, love, I love how unsymmetrical unsym- like that WrestleMania 13 cover is. Right, <laughs> right. It's just a, mm-hmm. a flame ball. And so there's a flame ball and then four purple uh very hyper masculine heads around that so that's like those two um the other two i have with me um the first one is calling all creatures this is from november of 1995 and it has the undertaker on a motorcycle We would see that later on, right? Yeah. So it has Undertaker on a motorcycle, his motorcycle gang, and Paul effing Bear right here. (laughs) He has a gang? Yeah, it's Undertaker's motorcycle gang. Who 
are the gang? Yeah. <laughs> who are these people? Yeah. Are they in a the the, dead writers? Or is, is the background is one of them Vince Russo? <laughs> oh man! Is it, it, and they're in and they're in a cemetery. Is that right? Yeah, they're in a cemetery. So I'm holding us for the live stream camera. And wow. I uh, something I found particularly interesting about this uh, this issue. I put a piece of notebook paper in here. Was if any of uh, you folks on the, the, the stream or in the chat remember, um, 1995 WWF SummerSlam, the night the igloo melted. Oh, so this is the heat. So this was in Pittsburgh, PA, city of mm-hmm. bridges. Um, but this was the, the pay-per-view that had the legendary Shawn Michaels versus Razor Ramon ladder match. Whoa, Whoa. ladder match. Um, but we all know of the poop butt main event of Diesel and oh, King Mabel. Yeah. It lasted oh, like sure. nine minutes. It was and, awful. And I believe this is also the SummerSlam. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys out there, that Finn Balor will watch while putting together Legos because it was like one of the first shows that he watched and is like his favorite wrestling show ever. That's pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So he watches Pittsburgh. He watches Pittsburgh. Like if in, in Mr. Ireland, mm-hmm. Ireland, yeah, uh, Finn Balor like watched the Pittsburgh event mm-hmm. growing up in uh, growing in his love for wrestling growing up and as he makes Legos now. And so that was a, a special shout out to Pittsburgh there. Um, the last one I have that I'm showing the camera now is a uh, December 1995 wrestling uh, W uh, World Wrestling Federation magazine. And it says, this time there will be a winner. It has Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Diesel, and Bret the Hitman Hart fighting Mm. over a championship belt. That's a cool picture. Right on the back there, we have Karate Fighters. Yes! The Karate Fighters, right on the back of the magazine. Which which you guys had Karate Fighters in here, and we we, uh, streamed a very special Karate Fighters yeah, um, battle tournament. That's true. Last time Thrifty was here, we did a live show here. We had a Karate Fighters tournament, which you could check on Thrifty's uh, Facebook page for the live streams if you want to check that out. Um, so this right here, uh, this article I'm about to show, it's called A Pirate Takes Over Three Rivers. So another, uh, another uh, Pittsburgh shout out. But it is our friend... Pierre Carl Ouellette. Now known as PCO. So this was Jean-Pierre Lafitte. Before he was PCO, he had an entire other career where he wore an eye patch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you folks know, but he's he literally doesn't need that eye. It's like almost not working. It doesn't work. Um, so he wrestled with an eye patch during that stint, but uh, in uh, Jean-Pierre Lafitte puts over Pittsburgh big in this article. And um, you could, uh, I I brought these, um, you could have one of these because I like to give you stuff. Oh, man. Wrestling stuff. So you could have, um, yeah, we could discuss that later, but you could definitely have whatever one you want. Fantastic. Fun fact, uh, PCO actually brought back Jean-Pierre Lafitte for uh, King of Trios last year. Nice. Yep, the Riz is on it. That's correct. Um, on my Shikara. Yeah. Um, and then I have uh, an official merchandise catalog. Oh. 
from 1994. Yes. Um, that is some Star Spangled Banner yeah, Macho yeah, Man yeah. on the cover. Star Spangled Banner Macho Man, Bret Hart on the back. And inside, there's like a Doink the Clown, Crush, wow. Bret the Hitman Hart, Randy Savage, so um, Super, Super Patriot Lex Luger. Remember when he drove yeah. the bus around? So oh, like electric stress, absolutely. 92, 93-ish? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and 94. 94. Oh, really? Yeah, this was the catalog from 94, but he... Electric Trust was 94. Yeah. Okay. And from this particular catalog, and it's the next piece I have for everybody. Look at that. And this is from the (laughs) local Goodwill outlet. It was something that I found in the past month or so. Uh, What I'm putting over my right hand is a foam pink and black Brett Hitman Heart foam. So for those just listening on the podcast, if you remember like foam fingers with the number one, well, yes. this is a this is a foam heart, and this is from 1994, and this sucker is about fifty sixty dollars. I was gonna say you should yeah that's... you should uh, message that to Zach Ryder. He'll probably give you a good penny yeah. for it. Yeah. So this is the Brett the heart Brett the Hitman heart heart, and at the time um, when I was a, a younger fellow. I was a big Bret Hart fan. Um, did his gestures, did his like his whole eye, like what he had the the sunglasses on, stuff like that. Um, I got spit on one time when I saw Bret the Hitman Hart fight Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels spit on me. I, it, it was at a house show because you were all decked out in Bret. Yeah, I had Bret glasses on, and oh, I don't no. remember exactly it, but my mom would always say like I got spit on, and she was more mad than I was. But apparently, Shawn Michaels spit on me and i was fine with it i would still be fine with it because that's wrestling baby real heat real (laughs) heat real heat real heat that is amazing you had a also tom was probably really high oh yeah i'm sure he was all pilled out on somas no doubt no doubt mad mike yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. um i do have one more thing i didn't know if you wanted me to save it if you want me to do it now uh go ahead do it okay okay um, so speaking of um, my history with wrestling and growing up as a wrestling fan, um, in this is something special I haven't shown on anything or really talked about on anything. But um, growing up in uh, nowhere ass Pennsylvania, um, I had an interest in. I'm po- familiar with that area. Yeah, I had an interest in wrestling was my number one, and Pokemon was my number two. Right. And so uh, the trading card game was very popular. Pokemon trading cards. Uh, Me and my friend Aaron Coleman, we put together something called ACW Mon. And what (laughs) I see the look in your eyes, you know what I'm about to show. Um, So what I have here is a a home folder of my created wrestlers. So my cause. So my creator wrestlers trading card game called ACW Mon, and you could literally play it. Um, so I'm going to show some oh, of these to no. the camera. This is great. So what I have here um, is every every card is a piece, a sheet of notebook paper, a sheet of notebook paper, and I drew a wrestler and a weapon associated with the wrestler. Um, I'm just going to go through because there's, gosh, there's like 50 in here. Um, but they had, if you remember Pokemon, they had moves. It took energy cards, but 
I, they were called blood cards in and mine. I want to point out for the visual, for the audio listeners, these are drawn on uh, lined, notebook lined paper. notebook paper. Line notebook paper. As you do in school. Yeah, so I'm just, I just grabbed a stack off the top and I'll go over them. Um, this one, his name is Severed Skull. Um, he has <laughs> 50, 50 hit points, Sorgan friends. He's a good guy, um, but he's bleeding from the head and there's tacks. I, I uh, wrote tax, and then I did a description of everybody. Um, so, uh, Severed Skull, age 36, name Severed Skull, weight 292, height 62. His quote, which everybody has a catchphrase in quote, his quote is, I'm bleeding. Um, <laughs> excellent. Excellent quote. Um, and then there's this thing called He Is, um, which is like what his whole shtick is. And so um, he is uh, a man who busts himself open for fun, and that's wow. what that's what he is. Um, he's held no titles. Um, I did a lot like my Efed characters, right? Yeah, right. They're saying uh, Alex so, Cars. So did you just make New Jack? Uh, <laughs> kinda. See, Mad Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and a lot of the times too, uh, like you would assume, uh, Mad Mike. Like I would see wrestlers on television. And I would, uh, I would just do them. Like I'd make my own ACW mon of them, but they were kind of like a ripoff of them. Yeah. But some of them were just like. Uh, so a- basically, this is tabletop fire for wrestling. Uh, this Kinda. is this is tabletop. <laughs> uh, so 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 from the chat, Alex Carr is out there in California. It says that you're a former e-fetter without the internet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, We've been talking about get like. Circling doing an efed at some point. I'm in. Yeah, we were discussing I, I like could, just having a, could a conversation about that. Oh boy. Um, I got. I'll go over a couple of more here. This is uh, going to get real weird if we do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's about to get real well, weird. Tadi, Tadi already has his characters. characters. I already have my characters. I, mean, I have character I, sheets. I have a. I have a character. Jesus, I. I have a fucking character. Um, oh man! This, I'm not even getting into it. This this one here, um, seventy hit points. He is a bad guy. His name is Bobby Smoothie. Oh. Bobby Smoothie. Um, and Bobby I'm I'm putting it up to the camera now. Bobby Smoothie has blue shorts. His shirt is red and green, and his weapon, which is also on the I, I drew next to him, is a Gateway 2000 computer. <laughs> Um, and so age 25 name bobby smoothie weight 230 height 61 his quote his quote is the bobbin will be all over um oh that 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 doesn't play in 2019 um and and he is um as you can see the tie-in he used to make pokemon cards he was a pokemon artist Um, I'll go through these a little bit quicker. Turn professional wrestler. Turn professional wrestler. Um, this is Chair Lord. Um, this was a popular card for oh, me. Let me guess this weapon. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me guess this weapon. Yeah, pick is the weapon. It, is it a, a table? Ooh, not a table or two by four. Sorry. Sorry to the Riz and Mad Mike. Um, Chair Lord's weapon, if you can get this, because um, I know we're not all smart, you know. Uh, <laughs> as we established last segment, yeah. chair yeah. Lord's weapon is a chair. Oh, and he's like, <laughs> Shit, I never would have gotten that. He's like a big hunk 
Um, he has like red tights with uh, yellow lightning bolts. And what these, uh, what that purple, like there's purple scribbles all over this one. And I'll hold this one up to the camera. There's purple scribbles all over Chairlord. And that's to, that's to let you know that Chairlord is a holographic card. So what? this is a holographic, this is a holographic Chairlord. Um, I used him a lot. As you can see on the bottom, I always write the credentials. He won multiple belts. But um, age 38, name Chairlord, weight 297, height 6'3". old fed. Yeah, right? Um, and not, not a lot of young talent going on. You'll, you'll see. I'll, I'll, uh, next one's a young talent. Um, yeah, chair, chair, looking at the picture now, Chairlord has a lot of chest hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a big, <laughs> very... He is a like he is a yeah big beefy hairy guy um, beard long brown hair Hercules Hernandez esque right yeah, um, his yeah. quote of is his quote of course is I'm the king of all chairs which that's pretty clear um, here's one here's one this is also holographic this is young talent um, this is Crazy Boy Jones uh, ninety hit power he's a tweener um, this is a Crazy Boy jones so a uh, holographic right there and lazy boy jones has a little bit of chest hair he has an o for a mouth um and he pushes around a bloody shopping cart crazy boy jones holographic um how did that get so bloody yeah i mean that's 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 what you gotta know like you need to do almost a whole episode on this yeah, yeah. we'll just we'll just do like quickly two more um uh, young talent, age 22. Name is Money. So he's 22 years old. His quote is, I got the bucks. Wait, this wait. is uh, holographic uh, Money um, is his name. And he's wearing a green and yellow singlet that says one word, Money. So that's uh, Money. Um, on the, So his weapon is the ice skates. And um, see that coming. wow, that took a left turn. To be honest, did not see that coming. Right, yeah, I, I, assume I like, briefcase, loaded money clip. Right, I assume loaded, loaded money clip. Not a loaded money clip. That's that's or, or he took a bag of coins and just threw it at people. Or a chain wallet. Yo, Mad Mike, Ooh, talk to me after talk, talk to me after the show because you've got yeah. some great ideas. I'm an idea man. Uh huh. And um, so he is. Um, so his character bio is merely a young, popular guy that has big bucks. So that's <laughs> Jay McMahon. Yeah. So and then I'll do the last one here that I have because I have so many I could be here all night. I just want to close with the this one. Um, so this was my most powerful ACW mon. Uh, my most powerful one. It was actually uh, a Charizard ripoff. Is what I went with this. Um, so he has 120 HP. His name is Flamethrower, and he's a quote-unquote good guy. Um, so we have Flamethrower, uh, of course, holographic Flamethrower. Um, so what Flamethrower has are a yellow and red flame. Well, he has yellow tights with red flames on them. He has uh, orange boots, and then he has sort of like a an alternative haircut. He has like a orange hair with a, a yellow mohawk up that and uh unfortunately his weapon is an entire uh steel cage an entire oh. um steel cage and his uh his uh quote um his catchphrase was fire it up and he held the eye for some reason but 
he was a uh, yeah two-time world champion. He he reigned for months in the federation. And I also had a belt called barbed wire ropes belt, which is pretty pretty clear what that was. And he was a four-time champion. And that's just wow. some of these ACW mons. That's so amazing. we could go over more some other time. This I just didn't want to. I think I think an eFed podcast is in our future. Uh-huh. But I, I, I should at some point find I have a whole notebook full of Mega Man robots I used to draw. Love it. Mm. Love it. See, back in my yeah. day, um so so Simpsons was basically our South Park. Okay. Yeah. In in popularity. So I remember fondly in the third or fourth grade draw, figuring out how to draw Bart Simpson and then drawing <laughs> versions of Bart Simpson <laughs> different as, Barts. as as uh you know Brett the Hitman Hart and various wrestlers of the time. Did, I, did you call him Brett the Hitman Bart? N- no, we were not that creative. They were all Barts. They yes. were all Barts, so he couldn't call Barts. one Bart. Yeah, yeah, they're all Barts, the way, um, and they're drawn the same way. Yeah, a Bart. They were all Barts, but it's back when Bart didn't look great. <laughs> like, yeah, like you looked at the drawings, uh, drawing style like on, on Simpsons. Back, back when Homer was saying, "Hey kids, let's yeah. go for frosty chocolate milk." Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. When your parents wouldn't let you watch The Simpsons because it was too edgy. Mm-hmm. My parents always let me watch The Simpsons. We, I was well, one of the only kids in the class that got to. We also didn't have Fox. So. Mm. Ah, oh, did, did you have to assume Fox viewing positions? What? Like I'm married with children? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, no, that was us. <laughs> that was us. It was very strange to watch Married with Children and see them in the Fox uh, 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 viewing, viewing position, position? Yeah. while I'm in the Fox viewing f- position, which was a small 13 inch tv that that was in the laundry room which was the only place where i could watch fox god bless you and try to catch my (laughs) fuzzy black and white x-men cartoons Mm -hmm. on saturday Uh, morning they were all barts that's the episode title they were all all barts they were all barts they were all barts can't be broken and Uh, i guess i should say that um um for the people who aren't watching the live stream as well um i'm wearing a vintage and these were made in 1998 and 1999 I'm wearing uh, a way too big, uh, <laughs> for me at least, uh, the Rock jersey, or a Rock uh, football jersey. Um, and if you remember those, there was Undertaker, there was Stone Cold, there was the Rock. Um, so it's a black shirt. It has a gray uh, Brahma Bull, his uh, logo on very it. It's shiny. It's very shiny. With the Rock. Mm-hmm. And um, the sleeves have number one decal, like number one on it. And each of the designs, I don't have a single crack in any of these designs. It's it's it is, wow. yeah. When he walked in and showed us uh, showed us that, it, it was it's pretty impressive. That thing has been taken care of. I I have I have a Triple H jersey somewhere. And I, only, I don't even know if I still have and it. And you found this the, on a thrift the, hall. The designs were cracked. On yes. That, um. Those. I found yeah. So I I found uh the like the Bret Hart heart. Yeah. At a, a a Goodwill outlet, I found this jer- this said jersey at a Goodwill outlet. So I'm assuming that somebody got it, um, either never wore it or I don't know, did something you in know, a box somewhere in a box somewhere. But um, amazing, I wore it to WrestleMania and to Sorgatron Media. Wow, yeah, huh? <laughs> that's the that's the two places. I am honored. That's the two uh, WrestleMania weekend. And then Sorgatron today. You got your Sorgatron Media Studio bests on today, Toddy. Uh-huh. Of course, please go check out the podcast. It's a lot of this, a lot of great stuff. I was very excited about the Masters of the Universe and learning about uh, backgrounds on characters that I never knew about. And I am a huge 
huge See, I didn't Masters know that. of the Universe fan, uh, He-Man fan. I even am kind of okay with the movie. Okay. Not as okay as I am with like 1985 Transformers cartoon. But okay. I'm just like, you know what? I'll take it. Mm-hmm. It's He-Man, and it's He-Man on film. I'll take it. Whoever this Courtney Cox girl is, she'll never do anything. But anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, hey, uh, sorry. He's going to be married to a WCW champion at one point. Oh, mm-hmm. who I met. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. That is weird. And then I just interviewed his niece last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> David Arquette. Cool guy. Love him. Love David Arquette. Um, yeah. But on a recent episode of Thrifty, of Thrifty Podcast, um, I found a uh, vintage uh, from the early 1980s uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe mm-hmm. action figures, and they were called the Soft Heads. They were Soft Heads. Yes. Is what they were called. I remember the difference. Because they had the hard bodies. Hard they had bodies. the hunk hard bodies with like eight, uh, like uh, like an eight pack, Yeah, any of them. And then their heads were soft. And I found about like 13 or 14 of them in very uh, varying shape. And then we had found out, and I wasn't familiar, maybe Sorg, uh, you were familiar. Um, when you buy and sell uh, Masters of the Universe characters, um, it, they in the listing you have to put how loose their legs are. Mm-hmm. Because the, ba- the, band. the yeah. band, and I saw the Riz nodding his head, yeah, the band yeah. inside would... Um, yeah, would 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 fuck up eventually. We're talking about 1982 here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so I will I will and, say. Go ahead. And and like this is the thing with all these shows. Like I remember watching like Toy Hunter on on it, and I remember them going, "There's the Skeletor that we have here," and it's like, I we had those, mm-hmm. but we played with those, mm-hmm. and they don't look anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like. We would have been so rich. I need to. I need to. I well. I, the, well, the the Riz. I'm pretty rich. I do this for a living. That's right. That's right. Podcasting. We're all doing pretty good, aren't we, guys? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, uh, Riz. Um, our Patreon, by the way. Riz, next time you come over, remind me to bring my bin of uh, He-Man toys into the studio. And I got Castle Gray Skull. Ah, oh, and oh. I got, and I think more complete than mine. Oh. Oh yeah, that's where I, that was another jealousy point. I was like, he was, he was talking about all the accessories. Like, I don't think I have that on my Castle Grayskull. Yeah, so so I had like yeah. There's an elevator. There's like a trap door and cat. And this is the original one too. Um, I still I still have most of it. I did sell a few of the guys. But if there's anybody looking for Masters of the Universe and looking to to buy some Masters of the Universe figure, I know a certain boy who's selling them on at Thrifty Podcast, and it's freaking me. (laughs) Ta-da! I'm going to take a look, see if I have anything missing from my collection, Mm -hmm. and now I might be contacting Toddy. Awesome. Don't tell producer missy mm-hmm. so anyways guys we got we got we got somebody out there is he pointing at is he trying to bum a cigarette or something oh yeah there's just somebody just pointing me from outside a bit i okay. think that's fine all right it happens out here yeah, that's why okay. that's why i put a camera on the window now so we get that uh point. but he, he already went high a little bit yeah we point i want to point, point out back. to you guys everybody point back to us Mm-hmm. Uh, from the other side of the internet, and it's like we're touching fingers. That's pretty cool. ET stuff in here. That's right. Let's get ET some ET action. stuff in here. There you go. Uh, but anyways, hey, we got a lot more coming up here. Uh, by the way, breaking news. I just found this out three minutes ago. This was posted. Um, where this is local news. 
Rhino will be returning to IWC in 2019. Mm. Did he leave WWE? I thought he was still around. He doesn't get work there, so they probably loan him out. I mean, he's just on his way out. But anyway, so that's cool. Rhino was uh, a lot of fun here when he was with us. Uh, a few years ago doing stuff with Tommy Dreamer and everything. So, mm-hmm. anyways, hey, I uh, want to give a shout out to our friends feeding the people that come into the studio here. Slice on Broadway, supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza in the area of Beachview, Carnegie, uh, PA, East End, and PNC Park. Again, we have our unofficial, uh, unapproved by Slice on Broadway campaign to help put a slice on your Broadway. If you are Somewhere other than Pittsburgh in one slice. I mean, the slice had one location right up the street here from our studio at Sorgatron Media. And look how they've grown and sprawled across the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they own even own the barbershop next door. Thank you for none of the wrestlers uh, reenacting and kicking through that window But in the meantime, by the way. Um, but uh, if you're out there, you got a Broadway Avenue wherever you might be. Maybe you're out in the Los Angeles area. Maybe you're up in Seattle or the Kansas City. You got a Broadway somewhere, I'm sure. Take a picture of the road sign. Send it to PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter or one of their other fine social media outlets for Slice on Broadway. I'll link to SliceOnBroadway.com and say, I would like to have a slice on my Broadway and they can scout for our locations near you so you can get sliced. We are a global podcast. We realize that. As one uh, member used to say on this show that we are international superstars. He was saying that back in 2006, granted. Um, and we might have been one of three wrestling podcasts at the time. But anyways, yeah. uh, but <laughs> in the meantime, uh, please go check that out. Let's get sliced globally expanding to your neck of the woods so that that map of where people listen to this show matches that map of where you can get Slice on Broadway, uh, and we'll help them with that at least. Thank you for to them for supporting the Wrestling Mayhem Show. We'll be back after this message with the big, the big question. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Listen. Nothing like, in this path of the show is going to be about Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. As much as I do like, really want to see Jim Carrey as Dr. The, Robotnik. The first and half, and like, this is not the big question. We are back, Riz. This is not what we're doing. We're not going to talk <laughs> about Adventure <laughs> Endgame for this half of the show like we did like last night. That's not a you know all wrestling. It's all wrestling all the time. All wrestling. All wrestling all the time. Toddy is with us. He is representing. He's representing the Thrifty Podcast. Where it's all thrifty all the what time. What up? What up? What yes. up? What up? What up? Good to have you with us. Uh, I think you're eating that nerd rope. I love the I nerd knew. rope. I yes, busted right. open the nerd rope for the second half of the show. <laughs> Just leaving snacks for yourself. Fu- Past Toddy was really good. The future Toddy. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'm always leaving myself snacks in my little uh, my little things that I carry around. Ramen. Remember that dirty fork I brought to your studio by accident? Yeah, yeah. Today, a little treat, a nerd rope. There you go. And of course, the nerd Riz and Mad Mike with us on the line. What's that? I, I go fast. You go fast. He, he doesn't even look like an egg. <laughs> well, At the end, it does. At the end, have, does. There's, no. a, there's a picture of him Very more like egg like that's been floating around, too. Like, I don't yeah. think they, there's a lot that can happen, man. Just, I mean, just think I'm, of the first I'm, five minutes of I'm, Endgame. Oh, come on. Really, uh, anyways, yeah, that's I'm not what this show's about. It's not what this show's about. Damn it, we're talking about wrestling. And I got a I big question for you. Like. And we're going to have a big question. I love, I love this energy from you, Sword. I hope the big question I love it. Uh, lives up to it like Endgame. Uh, I really <laughs> doubt it. 
This is not okay. a two, this is not a one point two billion dollar uh, uh, big question. I haven't seen it yet, so we'll see yet. Um, short, I, short. and I'm sure there's versions know. of this that we've done before, but uh, inspired by Toddy, I hope this is the exact same question I did last time you were here. Uh, but you know, I, you know, there's some crazy stuff that WWE's put out. Yeah, in merch, right? They put mm-hmm. they put things on everything. Right. It's pretty crazy. I mean, even these days, you'll find something where like, wow, WWE sold a license for this, mm-hmm. and you're like, maybe they didn't. Uh, like that very Mysterio statue we we're talking about on the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so. Over the years, and many of us have had the magazines and the WWEshop.coms over the years, what is the weirdest WWE, FWCW, merchandise, pro wrestling? I mean, indie wrestling is doing something weird, as somebody was just telling me about. Uh, What is the weirdest thing that you may have? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Riz is thrown back to uh, when, uh, Toddy, you brought a couch full of uh, buddies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I brought wrestling buddies. buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got his... We got this original. Like, it's... It it was from... I forget what it was. Do you, it is the Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy has got him Hulk Hogan wrestle buddy is around his neck. Do you have any that aren't racist or just the racist one? <laughs> just the racist one. Funny, okay, I'm just curious. Story. I'm just funny curious. Story. We had we had we we still have the Hulk Hogan one, mm-hmm. but also we had the Ultimate Warrior one. Okay, so just oh, homophobe, oh, nice. Nice. racist, and homophobic. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Good job. We don't have the Ultimate Warrior one anymore. I, yeah, man. Yeah. No, I have I, I have the Hogan one too. I was just yeah. I know, I know. So do you just get rid of them when they die, Riz? No, mm. it, it, the, the Ultimate Warrior one actually like it was it, it, I I only found this one. Like we only found this one, and I think we just get we just got rid of the Ultimate Warrior one like a few years after mm-hmm. my brother stopped watching wrestling because these were his stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally, uh, but I've kept this around. I've put it on my head for this show many times. Um, now it's around my neck. Uh, but I, I want to say we had more than two. I want to say we had the boss man as well. Okay, that's a rare one. So if you still have that, oh no, we don't yeah. have that one. This is the only one. Man, and I wish I did have the boss man one now. Shoot. But if I can answer your question, Sword. If you can, with with Buddy Hulk Hogan ringing you around the neck there. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is very warm now. Um, but <laughs> one of the things I remember when I was a kid was looking in those, in those catalogs and seeing the caricature body of, of like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, I think Doink was on there, like the the body of of those wrestlers in a caricature caricature form, leaving you with the head and the arm. Yeah, leaving with the head, but it, it, that that picture always reminds me. I, I always wanted one for some reason. As the as a big Bret Hart fan as well, uh, I really wanted to be Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Really wanted to be, have his stuff around, and that was one of the ones I really wanted as a kid. And I think I got the Shawn Michaels one. If you're talking I, about, I think uh, you're talking about the the caricature. So they're just like a small body and like a bigger head. 
Yes. Okay. Well, I I'm looking at that right now. And this 19 <laughs> yeah. and this 1994 catalog. I'm yeah, looking. Yeah, hold that up. I'm uh, looking at. I'm looking it's at like, that. It's like a drawing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's I bet Waller did them. I think I just saw this. I think, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking through Savage Stash for a little bit of inspiration. I think I might have just seen that as well. Mm-hmm. So those were always great. Um, so, you know what to get me now. Mm-hmm. I know what to get you now. Uh, let's see. I'm going to throw this on the chat. So there, I think this is the same thing you just saw over there, right, Todd? It's gonna yeah. Be, it's going to be on your left. Um, yep 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 yeah 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 yeah, yeah yep. that is it yeah <laughs> and by the way exactly you can get the doink the clown one on the savage stash for 110 dollars right now hey oh. hey okay. yeah. hey not bad this is getting out i think you wallet. can actually pay less for doink the clown to appear at your house um, yeah well you well, the, the, oh, not, 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 um, not the doink the clown not the doink but a doink oh it's and, not hard uh, there was a bunch of them. not the alabama doink as well alabama doink or it's no there's no there's been a lot of doinks in indie wrestling so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right uh what about you mad mike you've seen your share of uh crazy stuff out there oh boy um well, ordinarily, this is where I would pull out my um, my Sky Too Hottie stuffed worm. Mm. Um, That's kind of cool. What? A stuffed worm? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, 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 I'll bite on it's that. A pl- it's a plush worm that looks like Scotty Too Hottie. That's cool. It's great. It's it's actually still in really good condition. Um, with the hat? Hmm? Oh, yeah, with the hat. Wow. With the hat, the, the spiked hair. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'll I'll go to uh, one of my favorite uh, figures that I have. It's a figure of Shawn Michaels dressed as Hulk Hogan. Whoa! They made a no. figure. Of that. Yeah, they made a figure of that. It, it's it's one of my favorites from the from the um, fake Larry King segment that they did on Raw. When oh, is Hogan it from and, that? Hogan and Michaels repeating. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they did it from that. It's pretty great. Mm. It's pretty great. Yeah, I, I remember those because they were like uh, ripping it. Like WWF was after WCW and then WWF did like old like mocks. And then. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Not no. not um, not not that. Mm-hmm. No, not not billionaire stuff. This oh, was in 2000. This was in 2005. Oh, my B. OK. When when uh, Hogan and. Shawn Michaels were feuding. Yes. Okay. Was like that Hogan? Hogan. Yeah. Hogan had just been on Larry King, and he was talking about wrestling. Okay. So then Shawn Michaels dressed as Hogan, mm-hmm. and that's and what started talking. Is that yeah. the is that the match where uh, Michaels oversells um, Hogan's offense? Everything. Everything. Um, it, 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 Shawn Michaels actually becomes Ricochet because that's how much he bangs <laughs> around the ring. Mm, great callback. Ricochet, quite the cutie. Or call forward. <laughs> yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking, again, I'm looking through for some inspiration for my own answer because I, I know there's like something's in the back of my head from like one of those WWE, you know, like what you have there, like mm-hmm. the WWF catalogs from like 1990 or something. Um, but in the meantime, uh, <laughs> some of these. I'll get to these. I want to get to you guys' first. Tina Keys, uh, uh, Jr. has a minifigure of CM Punk as the Ice Cream Man from Slam City. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Those were very interesting. It was basically just like every all the wrestlers got day jobs. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was a crossing guard. Uh, like oh, yeah. Okay. Point. I remember that. Our um, truth was Suzuki, I believe. That's right. 
Uh, let's see. Podner says golden mel- quote golden medal ticket from WrestleMania three picked up at the closed circuit show uh, hmm. at uh, Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. Wow. That's well, that's so, really cool. so that's... when they had the closed circuit showing of WrestleMania three, you had a uh, quote golden medal ticket from WrestleMania. 3. Oh, that's, that's got a golden awesome. ticket. That's, that's got pretty unique. Todd, you've seen some stuff out there. I've seen some stuff out there, no doubt. But if I had to think of uh, the like the most unique thing that I've ever seen somebody sell, it goes back like a long time. Um, if we want to even talk like locally, we could talk locally. Mm-hmm. Um, back in my town that I grew up in uh, growing up. So this isn't like a heavy hitter or anything that's like a well-known name. But uh Across the street from the bar, they would run, um, I believe it was PWX at the time. Okay. I This was like, I was probably like 15, 16. Um, there was a, a guy there that um, he had like his tights were too small or something. And um, it, people, you could see like his jock strap through the tights. And like there was, you know, people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we could, you know, we could see your dick. Uh, many many (laughs) versions of that and so it like got over like enough that after the show he came out and sold his jock strap that he used uh for 23 dollars 20 23 dollars or something like that i think it's very pre-joey ryan yeah so that was like back backwoods um so somebody bought that but they used to give out like i had for a while um like bring the bring the weapons matches and i have like uh i probably still have it um somewhere but it was like an old dresser drawer and it had like people signed it from the show and it said like pwx on it and i brought it but yeah we used to like my dad used to get real drunk and take me down the pwx and we used to throw stuff in the ring mm-hmm. we could do all that stuff because the bar was right across the street I, so this is uh this is outside of things but just because i discovered this because we're you know we're working with fight society and and kind of figure out what they have sure. going on over there right um i finally hooked up an old roku somebody left here um gifted to us uh when they upgraded and pro wrestling network is on on the roku and it's it, and it's and there's a lot of our background stuff around that and there's like another pro wrestling network that's the same people but it's not connected. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fix that. Um, but uh, if you go download that on Roku, there's some free stuff on there. And there's a lot of, and it, maybe some people saw a tweet on my personal tweet th- Twitter this week. Um, there's a lot of PWX television from, like, I was watching a show from 1997. Holy and cow. I, so I, I, I was probably. I was, <laughs> you, you were like there or something. <laughs> I mean, I who knows? But I there was like a like an eight month span where we would go, and there was like a monthly show. Yeah, yeah. That me and my, me and my dad like, would go, like that the was mall like the or thi- something, right? Yeah, that yeah. was like the thing. So, so you never know. I could so be on there. Any of you guys can go download this um, if you're kind of curious. And there's some like the first one I called up was one with our friend Shirley Doe. We've done some shows. He's been on this show. Uh, really great guest and long time. We I always say Pittsburgh legend. He's been around 1997. He's there. Uh, looks a little different. Still has the X on his head. And for whatever reason, he was stealing other people's gimmicks and is dressed as Jenny Gregory, Golden Boy Denny Gregory, and dancing around. And if you watch a Shirley Doe match, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Um, I have to dig up some old T-shirts too because I bought uh, some PWX T-shirts when I was younger. Somewhere there's like two or three. You love this. There's yeah. um. I feel like it was BC Steel that did this. 
and I'm hoping I'm not breaking any any rules here. I think he was the one that did it. It could have been somebody else where they had somebody was making quilts and they took somebody's old wrestling shirts, like indie shirts, WWE shirts. Oh, okay. And they I made remember them, this. And they made them. You were there for this. They made it into a yeah. quilt. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you know, hey, I know that guy. I know that guy. But there was this like, who the hell is Crusher Hansen? I didn't know at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as like I'm discovering who Paul Atlas is. And we're going to try to get him on the couch and talk to him about his career because I'm I'm working with him. I'm just like, I've heard of you, but I don't know anything because you were never mm-hmm. in the promotions in the last 12 years that I've been at, right? And I don't know this history. Sure. Like, like there is a there is a Sorg did not discover independent wrestling in the Western PA area until 2006. so like this is all like some weird gray area for me and i want to discover it Mm -hmm. you know so it's well if you see somebody that looks like me only a child it's it's me because i look the same in fact i have a similar haircut to when i did uh i brought back uh yeah a similar haircut to what i used to have in the 90s so it's probably me you'll say you'll see me it's either this or a bowl cut is what you'll see me on there from from the chat is uh jack phelps he says keeping with the thrifty theme theme he found a bunch of WWF and ECW tapes at Savers for a dollar. Yeah. Um, wow. Jack Phelps, known friend of mine. Um, uh, he, he's pretty hardcore himself. He's uh, He might actually train to be a wrestler in Philadelphia. Um, he's pretty hardcore as it is. He fell off his bike the other day, and he posted on social media with his nose all like messed up, oh, and it was no. so cool. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> Thank you, Jack he's Phelps. Hardcore. He's hardcore. Yeah, for he's sure. He's hardcore. Uh huh. But mm-hmm. he lives down in Tucson, so that's where Savers is. So I, 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 again, kind of poking at some inspiration here. I, I, there was a comment. I recently this week finished the uh, DX Hall of Fame speech, and there was a point where I think, uh, I think Triple H said, like, how many of you got uh, got suspended for school for wearing one of our T-shirts, basically? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm going through and I'm looking at some of this stuff. Yeah, they were pretty lewd. Um, there was a a ten strangest WWE merchandise items, one of those stupid clickbaity yeah. things. Uh, and there's like one from Trish Stratus that just says "blow me dot dot dot." I was like, "What the hell? Yep. What are we doing, WWE?" Um, I mean, we all know what Yikes. we all know what APA stands for. Yeah, that's right. Always, Always pounding, pounding ass. ass. Always pounding yeah. ass. Always um, pounding ass. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. that that, uh, that was stated on the t-shirt. That was a t-shirt. Holy cow! That Always pounding t-shirt. ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm funny. buying it. We <laughs> come to learn later that was basically just Bradshaw's hazing ritual. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, so, you could wear that at all kinds of different events. Always pounding uh, <laughs> ass. I need that shirt. Holy! And cow. also, I was looking through here for uh, on the same site, Savage Stash. Damn, they should be a sponsor. Um, love those guys over there. But uh, there's this very uh, provocative uh, uh, Mar- Marlena uh, Goldust uh, uh, shirt where he's uh, oh yeah, he's holding the boobies. Um, Is it the one with the cigar? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like she, she's holding yeah, the cigar. Was... He's holding her. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that got you was... kicked out of school. Well, was... Do you remember they had the <laughs> that got magazine? you kicked out of school? Uh, that one. <laughs> That was on the Raw magazine. Oh, I remember that was that was from the Raw magazine. I mean, Raw I mean, magazine were like uncensored pics. Yeah, what I think is on the from what I heard. Is oh wait, it's one hundred twenty dollars and it sold out. Yeah, of course it did. His boobs. Yeah, well, his you know, boobs. Oh, you're doing. You know someone's you're... gonna wear that to Double or Nothing. Doing <laughs> yes. By the way, I will get to the double or nothing. I, I do yep. want to make mention something on that in a moment. But in the meantime, 
want to give a shout out to some other uh, wait are we doing that we shouldn't be doing that hold on a second wait i'm in the wrong part occupy pro wrestling I don't have any merch on me. I don't have any merch on me because I'm wearing thrifty stuff tonight. Thrifty, get Roach t shirt. Right, Buy Roach. one of those. ToddyTondera.com. Click on podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but April is National Autism Awareness Month, and Occupy Pro Wrestling is looking to support a great cause. This is the last day of it. Damn it. Uh, when you buy OPW merchandise at whatamaneuver.net and uh, shop.occupyprowrestling.com in the month of April, 100% of Proceeds go to Asperger and Autism Network. Check out aane.org for more info on the wonderful organization. And we'll hopefully see you in the shop. Some good stuff there. I wore the Wrestling Is t-shirt here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and then we had fun with uh, post notes with that, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other stuff, other great stuff going on. And I know we got a few people walking out of the door with some of the Occupy Pro Wrestling swag we got from uh, from uh, uh, uh hanging out with Alex here uh, earlier this month in LA and uh, hopefully hanging out, hopefully around some wrestling shows again this month uh, when we head out there too. But go check that out over at OccupyProWrestling.com right in the front page. You can go check out the merch and uh, even if we're past it for the great cost, good stuff out there. Please support Occupy Pro Wrestling over there too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, speaking of Double or Nothing, I don't know how you guys are keeping up on this, but I saw an amazing video uh, the headline was, and I posted this for you guys in the group too. Um, the headline was about how uh, Cody was calling out uh, Triple H and calling him a muscle-bound, uh, you know, bodybuilder, uh, having no DQ matches, and and how that's better. How is that better than Okada and uh, Omega? No, wait, no, that's wrong. Other way, Omega Okada. Yeah, it, no, it, it was uh... Omega and which one do they say? Yeah, it was. No, a, it was Omega. No, it's Omega. Yeah, Omega, Omega. Yeah, no, that was the right match. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I, I thought you Kushida's said Kushida's debuting this week, so I got. I think Kushida he said Kenny mind. and Okada. Kenny and Okada. Thank you. So yeah, it's still Thank right you. though. But anyway, the other but other I think name. More than that, it was just a great, a great promo. Um, you know, talking about you know his, you know, the prodigal son, the Bible version of that, the the whoring that uh, Dustin did, uh, you know, referring to Gold Dustin and, and all the other things that he did. Uh, trying to follow in his father's uh, uh, footsteps, and uh, you know how how you know everybody laid the path with the Attitude Era in the 2000s, but it seems like you know they they've been held like, basically anybody that could do anything has been held back. Um, a tremendous promotion uh, gave a good call to CM Punk on there, a very CM Punk style promo, but Cody's way of doing it. Um, this is the stuff that, you know, and they're doing, and, and I saw there's a whole series of these that they're doing with these promos. Um, yeah, those road the double or nothing. There, there's, those are amazing. There's a lot mm-hmm. of great creativity and chance to speak. Um, as, as many of you know that I am not a fan of four minute promos. Uh, plus sometimes when the Andes, right. Um, especially when, you know, a lot of people can't carry something like that. But knowing that, like, I was enthralled for, I think, three minutes of this, of just Cody in a camera, in a black background, talking to me. This is the kind of stuff that uh, can get me interested for for something like this. And uh, if this is what they're doing for a pay-per-view with no television, which they did for All In, to be honest, they, yeah. they, they got that basically on the same basis. You can say with All In... You can definitely give a little bit of credence to the support they did get from Impact and ROH. With I don't, I 
is going to happen in the same way this time mm-hmm. uh, because of all the cards on the table. I did not mean to make a reference to cards <laughs> for double or nothing, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> it's, too, it, it, it's just all hanging right there, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no. I mean, I thought I thought it was an interesting way to build this up because, like you said, with AEW, they'll probably have TV in the fall. Um, not sure where that's ended up. I think it's a promotion that has Vince McMahon like scared, which is cool because mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that I rem- and I've always watched wrestling. I don't know that he's ever been as scared as he has now. Maybe, but I don't think so. There, there's uh, like because you you could argue uh, uh, TNA, the former Impact. Um, that they were getting some guys and they, and you weren't allowed to say TNA and WWE promos, mm-hmm. but he like legitimately wasn't worried about it. But I think with this AEW, he's literally people who say like, I want to quit WWE. He's saying, just sit at home and we'll pay you because you're not right. quitting. Right. They're well, in, they're, they're in the, I, I they're in the power position right yeah. now. Right. Uh, to, to, to do anything like this. And, and I don't think. I, I I don't think that WWE is quite shaking their boots. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. But they're, in, they're, by they're, any they're, means, no, not even. So close. why don't they let their talent go then? Why don't they let them? Why go? would you? Why would you? Yeah, yeah. Because they asked. They asked to be released. Fire them. Well, and, yeah. you're, no, they're I, paying them. Well, why would if you don't think they're shaking in their boots? Why are they sitting at home getting paid? I think it's a. I think it's a reaction mm-hmm. to. Uh, I mean, I think I think it's a reaction to them leaving. I, I yeah, and, you know, and plus they do they are on a contract to, and we used to do that back in the day and look what happened with Lex Luger. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not that's not being scared. Mm-hmm. That's not that's just giving up your assets. Yeah, that's business at that point. I mean, yeah, they mentioned it at WrestleMania. They brought. <clears throat> I mean, it's kayfabe, but they they mentioned Las Vegas at WrestleMania. Have but they that's ever? UFC. That's UFC. Mm, okay. okay. No, they're. They mentioned that in terms of Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. Heyman said Heyman. that Las Vegas is where Brock is ultimately appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, that's and, and, and that Dana White, Dana White has been nothing. in the audience, so there's a little bit of a nod there, I think. Yeah, it um, had nothing to yeah. do with AEW. No, but there was more. Of course, he couldn't get around it, but of course, it was the context, too, with Billy Gunn and the DX speech. Where uh, uh, and I take this as nothing but good fun when Triple H says, "Piss off, Vincent, and he'll buy that piss ant company you're working for." Mm. Like that is just—I mean, that's just people doing a thing. I, I don't take that as—I mean, yes, it's a slam. I mean, let's be honest about it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more fun than anything. Um, well, it, it's also—it's tri- also because what's going to happen to Triple H if he says that? That is true. And there was nothing. a lot of that. Absolutely. And that's nothing. why Artie Evans now, doesn't have a job Stevie anymore. That, if Stevie Ray said that, Vince would walk up and take that Hall of Fame, yeah. Hall of Fame uh, ring away from him. Uh, step Artie back, Ev- step back Artie. a moment. Step back a moment. Yeah. Uh, Riz, Artie Evans, which I don't think we've had, which, uh, sh- I don't think we've had on the, show. On the show. No, no, no. no. But he was, uh, yeah. he, he's known by others in the 80s. I didn't realize he worked for WWE, but he is he, known to most of us as, Archibald Peck. Yes. Also known as Marchie Archie, also known as Mixed Marshall Archie. Uh, also known as the Lonesome, Lonesome and Handsome. I have to forget what his name is. Uh, but yeah, he worked for Shakara for a lot, a whole bunch of characters in Shakara. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the Hall of Fame, he was the one who, quote unquote, might have wrote some lines that Bret Hart said that weren't uh, 
liked by Vince McMahon. Okay. Because he used Vince McMahon a mm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which was funny got, because they which, made fun of that fact later. That is like, you cannot thank Vince, right? Yeah, you can't say so, his name. Yeah. You can't do this. You can't yeah. do that. And yeah. then he, nobody gave a shit that DX said it. Yeah, yeah. Nobody cared that anybody it's else said it. But hey, this, this lonesome writer over here, get him out. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's that weird thing where... And also, by the way, he, by the he, way he, he's... He's also willing to fight Orange Cassidy for food. Oh, that's good. That's good yeah. since he doesn't have a job now. Uh, also, I believe he admitted uh, on Twitter somewhere uh, that he quit because he knew he, he was going he to be fired. Mm-hmm. So he just like, I know it's going to happen. I'm out of here. Don't worry about it. So he quit like the night before WrestleMania. Um, so and that's, uh, you know, we can get to, you know, I know we kind of talk about these in a frame of wrestling but i like to reframe them as this is a corporate structure issue so (laughs) it's an employee issue in the entertainment industry versus pro wrestling Mm -hmm. issues uh but uh, i i think that's that's one example of all that do you see somebody like uh somebody let's say dean malenko Mm -hmm. who just left wwe by the way please somebody book dean malenko and mike quackenbush make that happen quack put that out there in the world please dean 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 is physically not able to wrestle oh that's a shame yeah quack wasn't for the longest time either i don't throw them both in i I don't think think dean is on that like edge and christian schneid where he oh that sucks that sucks yeah um but do you think guys like dean malenko uh Artie Evans, something like those smaller backstage people mm-hmm. are going to go to places like a, or going to go to AEW. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, yeah. I was just Arn Anderson. Uh, but do you see him going to AEW or even Impact Wrestling? If you pay them, pay them enough, they'll go yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's yeah. the yeah. opportunity. But, hey, well, also, I, anybody, anybody, um, how many people here have worked for a company for? a let's say five plus years mm-hmm. right i mean you know for, for us to have uh you know or even just three years two years like after a while it gets a little like uh, you know and no matter how big and great wwe is it's still a job and some people are just going to get tired of it's also the most traveled job too so you're gonna to, get burned out yeah you're gonna get burned out nobody can do that forever how bruce pitchard has been fired or quit how many times by now uh, over the last 40 years. Has he currently worked there again? I think he's back. Cool. Um, I knew he was back like some months ago. Yeah. But I don't know if he quit again. So, so yeah, who knows, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. Can we get a, is Bruce picture uh, currently employed by WWE.com? Uh, <laughs> and then you just refresh like, it and it just says yes it. or no. Uh, yes. It was like, no, go listen to his podcast. Uh, <laughs> he needs money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, I, uh, but uh, no, I, I see I see that certainly happening. It depends on their reason for leaving. If they're just like, oh, done with this. I'm going to do something else because there's a lot of options on the table for these guys. Let's be honest. I, I want to start a school. I'm going to do this. Maybe I'll do this over here. Maybe I'll work with this promotion uh, that does not work four nights a week, uh, five nights a week uh, all over the country and mm-hmm. world. Um, I like seeing my kids. You know, how old are, my, are the kids? Well, I think that's, that's uh, a lot of... Um, a, why a lot of people are looking at AEW because they have to work less dates. 
Um, sometimes it's more money. So some of those ex-WWE who won out for whatever reason, whether they're just like Dean Ambrose, for example, wants out because he's burned out. He didn't like his hokey character, didn't care about WrestleMania, didn't need that. He just didn't care. And he's a smart guy. He saved a lot of his money. Um, and he wanted to get away from the business, but if AEW sent, like send like literally millions of dollars, I think you could change your mind. Like I think a mind could be changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could say that I'm burned out doing something, but if somebody gives me a million dollars to do it again, yeah, I'm not burned out anymore. And not turns just out, money. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm a lot, doing fine now. Yeah, a lot can yeah. be said for, um, let's say, even you know tna back in the day where they were filming like what once a month in in florida and, then, and then hey guess where christian lives tampa mm-hmm. you know guess where jeff hardy st- is jeff hardy's thing like it's just like everybody just kind of like RVD, oh yeah. i just need a small commute and i get to get paid to be on tv a pretty decent rate to do so let's do and it don't have to do that bullshit i did with wwe and the tour like no that is that's a huge thing like mm-hmm. guys mm-hmm. Yeah, I tra- but I travel for a whole eight, that eight work model, trip. Dude, I, I travel for a whole eight work trips a year. That gets taxing. I yeah. cannot imagine what it is like to literally live every week of that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Like the toll that these people have and that they can perform, you know, what are, we're judging one way or another every Monday or Tuesday night plus pay-per-views mm-hmm. plus house shows. To do that on that, I barely function after four days in one place. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, I barely function. So, <laughs> you yeah. barely function just here in Pittsburgh. I, I barely function waking up every day. So. Just getting here hey, was a toll. Remember just when getting that 20, here. Like, remember when we were talking about how I'm like up here in the first few minutes? Mm-hmm. Now I'm all the way down here. Like, I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even functioning. I don't even hear you right now. That's it's pretty good. Like, it's great for yeah. a podcast. Considering yeah. it's a podcast, my man, you're doing great. Over there. <laughs> I'm doing you're doing awesome. awesome. Yeah, just managing those great. expectations, right? Yeah. So uh, hey, he said it. He said it. He said I'll, I'll be I'll be kicking for a while, and then towards, <laughs> the, towards the end, carry me. Towards the honest. end, carry oh, me. Yeah, just I carry me through. That was gonna happen. Hey, oh, gotcha, gotcha, man. Uh, I also want to mention, I don't know how many of you guys, everybody keeps telling me, have you watched Dark Side of the Ring? Have you watched Dark Side of the Ring? I watched the three episodes available at the moment of uh, Dark Side of the Ring on uh, Viceland. Viceland? Mm-hmm. Lots have, of good stuff on if there. If you download the Viceland app, log in with your cable subscription or your close relatives, um, you can watch those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the most recent episode will, will is also available to everybody. Uh, it's on is on on demand already. So. On demand, like, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's in a bunch of places, uh, 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 and I'm sure there's other sources too. Uh, but anyways, great stuff. Uh, if, if anybody knows um, when you when you say, "Hey, can you you want to watch another 45 minute thing about the Montreal screw job?" And we say, "Fuck you," uh, because <laughs> you know that I worked no. on Montreal theory, and I don't want to hear no. anything else about it, right? Um, but uh, but but I loved their telling of it. Even up but to Scott Hall telling about even it. Uh, the Scott Hall version of it is interesting. The Earl Hebner part, the uh, even down to Jim Carnett and Vince Russo, two men that I have experienced in person, uh, including two a, men that have also blocked me. It's who people have blocked Riz. Uh, uh, I, I've been around to more than I should have. And I think I, I had a car ride from the airport with Vince Russo once. Uh, <laughs> and uh, how many times do you say dude? Uh, no, it's more bro. Bro, it's bro. Bro, bro. Bro, bro, let me tell you about Vic Venom. Uh, <laughs> actual sentence. Uh, as as I lose my voice, I do a better Vince Russo. I feel. Uh, we'll see how that plays back in the morning. 
But uh, uh, the the credits, seg- if nothing else, the credits segment at the end where they're just digging into each other is fantastic. I think in general, uh, I'm just done with that. I'm just done it with is. that. Yeah, yeah I'm just again, like over a, it. Yeah. This is a good retelling. Yeah, it's like, who cares? Right, yeah. but it's new to somebody because it's on Vice on, on TV. Right? Vice is great, though. Yes. Vice like Vice, Vice does a lot of it's, good stuff. It's um, the best. It's a better retelling than WWE did. They, so. I just watched a Vice thing today where they were ha, had a off topic, but they were they were uh, experimenting on monkeys and they were documenting people experiment on monkeys in labs. Mm-hmm. Got to check it out. It's pretty wild. That's I, on that Vice. Well, I got that app now, so I'll go check Vice. it out. What's up, Monkey Doc? Let, let's uh, let's wait till that Vice money comes in right just vice your monkey doc i loved it <laughs> that's it i loved it that, that call was, me or something text me email that. me macho and liz there was a really i love how they did kind of the recreations and they have this kind of obscured like look of macho and liz and you just say they it just looks just like them uh the way they shoot it uh even and i did not know much of the story of uh the the, the death of brody lee mm, uh, Bro, no. i mean brody Mm. Bruiser Brody? Yeah. Bruiser Brody, thank you. Bruiser Brody. Brody Lee, somebody else. Uh, <laughs> and still alive and Brody, kicking on the Indies. Brody Lee is, I believe, still getting paid by WWE. Sure. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he has no choice. <laughs> his no Twitter choice. Profile yes. is, uh, his DMs are fucking open. That's way. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Anyways, also Big Pen supporter. Pittsburgh Penguin supporter. Uh, but, anyways. Luke Harper, we're talking about, not in the documentary that died. That one, that it was it. The it was a uh, uh, Bruiser Brody died in Puerto Rico. Uh, a lot of it is the retelling. I mm. uh, Paul, not Paul Atlas. Damn it, uh, uh, Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Tony thank Atlas. you. No relation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I, I again didn't know much of that story. Uh, interesting uh, to look at that. And again, Tony Atlas, another guy. You know, a lot of you saw a, a different side of him from. Um, uh, Legends House, and, or yeah. if you were at WrestleCon where he was buying cards from Joe Dabrowski's table, uh, you know. So it was interesting to see that emotional side of him as well. And uh, like I, I really got interested when I first saw like people getting upset about Carlos Colon getting in the Hall of Fame. I'm like, why is everybody so upset about this guy? And then I started looking into it. And then there were these videos about Carlos Colon and how he basically just put out a, a hit on a guy mm-hmm. because he didn't like him. Yeah. Or because of he, the guy didn't do it, do the job. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I, I got into this story because of that. And yeah. I, I was really intrigued by the storytelling in that. It was. It, it was some expert storytelling. And the, and the Bruiser Brody one is, is actually narrated by McFoley. <clears throat> Uh, yeah. Mick Foley, so which is adds a whole dimension to it too, um, you know, to the point where I guess it's a spoiler a little bit if you want to watch it, but again, I think you can read a Wikipedia page for this. Um, yeah, you know, you yeah, I mean, know. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't. Know. I, mean, it's I, I didn't I mean, know. I mean, it's not. It's not like. Let me let me wrestling fans who know the situation yeah. should know. Wrestling fans, and know. if you don't know, like if you don't. This Viceland will the Viceland story will make you want to go and search. General general wrestling fans that take the time to listen to a podcast, 
uh, from a couple mm. of guys in Pittsburgh. And Mike, uh, you, you know, no, the sentence Bruiser Brody was stabbed in the shower in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, like that is a common yeah. wrestling. A- everybody who it's listens like to this, Mad Libs. Everybody yes. who listens to this show has that that tattooed like uh, across their back. Bruiser Brody mm-hmm. was stabbed. All wrestling mayhem fans know that. Everyone, yeah. Yeah, it, everyone, it's, it's like everyone everyone. knows. Arn Anderson was assaulted with scissors by Lex Luger. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. We exactly. All know that. Anyways, hey, you guys are smart wrestling fans, and hey. Yeah, are are we sort? We were, yes, we have established you are the smartest of wrestling fans listening to this podcast right now. <laughs> as I lose my voice and want to tell you about our friends at Bardic Mystery Tour, uh, because Dungeon I Dragons, really need to, I need, really need to watch a it, Dungeons a Dungeons and Dragons podcast uh, from our friends over there at BardicMysteryTour.com. dot uh, com. They regale the crowd with a tales of a rock band of bards on tour. They kick indoors, solve mysteries, and as an added bonus, they write original songs for the podcast. Go check it out. Go catch up. Uh, definitely helps me on my road trips uh, as I'm uh, crisscrossing the country uh, this month at Bardic Mystery Tour. All right, guys, it is time to find out before I completely lose my voice. Yeah. Damn it. Uh, What did you learn from wrestling this week? Cool. 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 Am I talking over the bumper, maybe? But no, no, you're fine. Oh, sick. Okay. You're fine. Okay. Should I go first? Did you learn anything this week, sir? What did I learn this week in professional wrestling? Yes. Um, I. I learned this week that Nick fucking Gage is going against Joey Janela at the next GCW show, and I'm hyped for it. I'm super hyped for it. Uh, Gage with the title defending. I got to see Nick Gage live against Ultra Black Mantis. Oh, jeez. What? Ultra Black Mantis versus Nick Gage. It was at the GCW show, the Orange Cassidy show over WrestleMania weekend. So they did like uh, beat each other with Christmas ornaments, uh, did the whole thing. But um, I'm excited for this week. I've learned that Nick Gage is going against Joey Janela, who is my fave. So I will be tuning into that GCW plug. And also GCW was my favorite show over WrestleMania weekend. Wow. That was my favorite. Wow. That and DDT. But that. Anything, anything, whoop, whoop. whoop. Oh, 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 no. Oh, oh my no. God. Riz legs. Riz legs. What? Riz, he's not wearing pants and we just <laughs> saw it. I'm not wearing pants at all. Hi. That's sick, dude. I love safe? it. Is it safe? <laughs> I thought it was bad when we were it's showing safe. Pornhub it's images safe. on the last show. It's safe. It's safe now. Awesomecast.com. Uh, but go back to me. Come back to me. I'm back on yeah, you. You're, I'm you're back on. on you. You're no, on no, Riz no, face. No, no, no. Now like, we like, have to. I'm know. worried no, about no, no, it. Like, I gotta put this on a five a five minute delay with a button that, now. Mm. I, I learned that RJ City is just the mayor of Anxiety Bill. Mm-hmm. Great T-shirt. Great new T-shirt. Anxiety, I, right I, on. I want to grab that one. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. NXT takes it down. Uh huh. <laughs> like he has that one. He has the the. The wrestling school, anxiety anxiety wrestling school mm-hmm. shirt as well. Um, but yeah, 
For those who haven't seen it, RJ uh, RJ City has a black T-shirt with a mock NXT uh, logo on top of it, but only in the NXT lettering it says Anxiety. Mm -hmm. It's hella Mm -hmm. cool. Great, great one. How is that not not Laura Sullivan's shirt? And also, (laughs) I... um... I learned that there's also a Cinco de Mayo five dollar wrestling show happening soon. At cool, Cinco de Mayo. I really can't wait for that. Mm-hmm. I, wanted, I, I wish it was. Uh, I, I wish it was streaming. Who's so in that? It. Who's in that one? Freight train. Okay. Cool. Cool. Oh, Freight uh, friend of the show. Freight train. Uh, Sorg, you need to play him Freight Train. Ty, will like this. Ty, we uh, used to have a question yeah. on the show for interviewees, you know, before it was the first version of this. Yeah. Uh, where we said, hey, if you were a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? You want to know mm-hmm. what Freight Train wanted to be? What did Freight Train want to be? A lima bean. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty chill. I'm going to, I mean, I don't know. Your, I'm going to throw it back to you. What vegetable would you be, Sorg? Uh, potato. That's a good one. Potatoes, potatoes not a vegetable. Because I got it's so like many eyes. Yeah. I think, I think we, we accepted I think potato for potato's a while. fine. I need to go back and find out what vegetable Johnny Gargano was. Mm-hmm. I thought you said a carrot. He, he, said was, a carrot. he probably was a carrot. Asparagus. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Asparagus, just like that kid on Alf. Yeah. The asparagus song. Mm. You don't know what I, <laughs> I do. I can't help you if you don't know what that is out wow. there on the internet. Wow. <laughs> Mad Mike, did you say what you learned yet? No, no, I didn't. Did you learn something, Mad Mike? I, I learned that we're in the Superstar Shake Month. Mm. Yeah, we're still, we're still shaking. Who knows? We're, still, we're still shaking because yeah. doesn't matter. Like I said before, it doesn't matter in a in in a couple months because it, they're going to shake it up again. And I also learned that, oh boy, smack like. I'm not sure what the directive was, but Raw doesn't care about women, and SmackDown doesn't care about tag teams. Jeez, because look at those rosters. Mm. Now, even the Hardys had to relinquish the titles tonight. Well, what? I think the women are more right, more important, well, right? The women, are, the, the the female roster on SmackDown is stacked. It is mm-hmm. loaded. Mm-hmm. You can have you could have a women's Money in the Bank match. Just with SmackDown people, uh-huh. and still have a women's tag title match with SmackDown women. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that's how stacked their roster is. You could have the Iconics versus Kyrie and Asuka versus Mandy and Sonya, and still have an eight woman Money in the Bank match. Wow, maybe that's a. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's like that. That's gonna. They're going to showcase ladies wrestling a little bit more on SmackDown. Yeah, so I hope, guess I, sure. they don't even have their own show, which is shit. They should have. They uh, they should have had their own show ten years ago. But I, oh. I think I don't think it's more of I don't think it's a desire to not have their own show. I think it's just a matter of when do you film it. I mean, they film the men's know. show like every day, so I think they could fit something yeah, in that's there. That's true. That's true. I mean, two hundred five live is an all men show. Everything is a, yeah. It's yeah, a, there's an all men's everything. But mm-hmm. two five live is also forty five minutes and two matches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The show it's split it's split, split between at least two rosters, unless you're also counting NXT and NXT UK. Mm-hmm. They also have two to three house shows a week. Mm-hmm. There's no place to film 
Uh, I mean, just get. I mean, easy here. Just get run of the, get rid of one of the men's show and give women's a show. That's it. That's yeah. Here That's we go, Fox. Here we uh, go, like, Fox. And if you want to, if you want to make the argument too that, like, well, they can't. They're on different rosters. It's fake. They could be on any rosters they want. You got the NXT UK people I mean, on everywhere. What they're doing now. I'm yeah. aware of that, but I'm just saying. It's no- like Vince McMahon has the uh, Wrestling Infinity Gauntlet, and uh, he can snap and make you a SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Right, but but if you want the women's show to be good. Mm-hmm. There's men, there's plenty of bad men's show. Why has it got to be? Yeah. Like, there's no excuse for not having a women's I mean, show. It's just another who gender. Here, who here who does not work for WWE uh, watches main event regularly? I don't know if I can. No, nobody even knows is how it, to watch it. Isn't it on Hulu? Well, main, event, main event is Hulu and um, international. Like, the only reason they still yeah. film it is because of international contracts. Yeah. Hulu, maybe? Yeah, Hulu. Yeah, Hulu. Something with Hulu. Like they don't. They don't put recent episodes on on. Uh, no. On. on and, the put on network. and Josh in the chat room saying, "No reason you can do main event and not just convert to a lady show." Yep. Yeah. Do you want it? Do you want it to be seen? Yeah. Brother, they and, don't have a single oh, one. It doesn't matter who's seeing it. They just don't have it's a, one. It's a step forward. All right, <laughs> from the chat room because we're starting a whole other podcast segment. Yeah, uh, from the chat room, Potter learned. Uh, <laughs> it's better to go to an indie show with people who know the wrestlers, and it's fun to have the Rev hide behind you. That did happen. There was a little bit of selfies moment I had with the Rev. Um, also, Rev, um, um, I don't know about your methods, but congratulations for bringing prayer back to school. Uh, also, Tina says, stomping um, grounds. Mike, Michael PSAs thanks you as well. That's right. Uh, Tina Key says stomping grounds is treading great balls of fire territory. That's what I've learned. I believe up in her area, uh, it's in Tacoma up there. Uh, stomping grounds is the new pay per view we're going to see this summer. Stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah. Stop it. It's not the worst. Better than camping grounds. Well, that's true. um, It's better than capital punishment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Especially given the timing. Uh, Josh Larkin of the Thrifty Podcast. What up, Josh? Hey. hey, learn that Magnum TA rides a Segway. Sick. Of course he does. Yeah. Sick. Uh, and I would imagine it's controlled by his mustache. Mm. So, and that is it. I learned this week. Yeah, what have you learned? Sid? I learned that it is possible to potentially, I don't know how this worked out, find love. Oh. oh. At an indie oh. wrestling show. I'm not the one that found it. I already had my love. But, but then so she, oh. she drove away. Uh, she tonight. drove yes. away. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. I don't know if I'm getting some messages. I know that the show notes are on my own tonight in the graphics. So good luck there. Yeah, you got to write your own. I got to write my own now. <laughs> yeah, Producer just said, I'm out. I'm going to hang with Dutters and go home and bed. And and yeah. Uh, so uh, Wait, we talked about wrestling tonight. Yeah. We'll help for the show notes. What was that? We talked about well, yeah, all the, all all uh, all not, episode. Matter of fact, yes, except for that little bit where we started talking about He Man. But anyways, uh, I mean, guys, yeah, the, the Sonic conversation kind of thank, yeah, there's that too. Thank you so much, everybody. Into... Toddy, what up? Thrifty Podcast, part of the Sorgatron Media Network. Yeah, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. If you want to check out Thrifty Podcast again at Thrifty Podcast on about every social media app—Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook, again, YouTube. Right. We do some thrift hauls. We release episodes every Sunday. Um, it's me and usually my friend Josh or somebody else. Uh, Josh is the best co-host in the world. Um, so thank you for tuning in, Josh. But thriftypodcast.com. I'm Toddy. And if you want to listen to the show, we will welcome you in. So, so throw that W up, baby. All right. Thank you, sir. That's right. Thank you so much for coming back. Of sure. course, the Riz with his Hulk Hogan buddy. Of course. Uh, go to my Twitter page right now at the Riz. Uh, I'm still taking donations to the end of May uh, for the Alzheimer's Association for my uh, marathon that is happening, half marathon that is happening, uh, shit, this Saturday. Excellent. Matt Meg 48. Uh, oh, sorry. Nope, that's all I have, sorry. All right, Matt Meg 483 on the tweets. Yeah, I, I talk about things and stuff. You mm-hmm. do things. I, also, youtube.com slash pop. Nope. Ah! Uh, please go check out everything. Uh, check out the Indie Mayhem show that's going to launch Thursday on your podcast platforms. Uh, we did a conference. This may be more for the wrestlers, but if you're interested in kind of like perspectives on social media, Dutters uh, was in here recording today. We did a social media special uh, talking about the rights and wrongs of social media around professional wrestling stuff we've seen, stuff we've uh, talked with uh, uh, our friends in pro wrestling about you know helping them and figuring things out there so we kind of did a little bit of a a discussion about that also i will put this teaser out there you are going to learn something about dutters that most people do not know that she's actually just don't spoil it don't spoil it she's actually three foot tall (laughs) yes she's that little alien (laughs) thank you everybody thank you chat room we'll see you guys next week mayhem out get roached this show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.